Welcome to Motion Reviews. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. This is the first official episode. This podcast is going to be about movies, TV, new and old, and just talking in great significance of my own opinion. (laughs) And I'm very excited to be doing something like this. I've been wanting to start a podcast like this for a really long time, especially because I've been podcasting for a few years. So this is something that's just right up my alley. I'm your host, Dale Bester, by the way. Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope that you follow this podcast so that way you'll be notified every single time you, (laughs) every time I, I don't know if you're uploading, but (laughs) every single time that I upload new episodes. So I find it very fitting for my first episode to be about the movie Don't Worry Darling that actually came out earlier this year starring <laughs> starring Florence hmm how do you say her last name I'm not sure I've always wanted to say Pudro but I really am not sure as well as Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde it's a great cast it really is a great cast so let's get into it So, this movie had its true up and downs, if I don't say so myself. This was a wild film, but also not wild? Mm, I don't know which one. So, if you haven't heard anything about Don't Worry Darling, this is a movie about a couple's in this sort of cookie-cutter, picturesque kind of world where it looks like the 1950s and it basically is it's like perfect kind of world where the husbands go to work and the wives stay at home and there's you know all this cooking and cleaning and just pleasing and not I don't even know (laughs) and basically it looks perfect but there's just a lot of issues with this picturesque kind of world you know, especially when you're watching the trailer for the first time. I will say the trailer intrigued me, but anything that has to do with mind control or just (laughs) psychological control in general is going to intrigue me. So that is why I, for one, will right off the bat say that I enjoyed this movie. I know that a lot of people were saying that this was just so predictable and a lot of other people didn't enjoy it because of the drama behind the scenes. And for me, I didn't find out about the drama until I actually searched about it. I tend to ignore the things that are just going on in the news, especially, you know, that has to pertain to do with like celebrities and stuff. I hope they all couldn't hear that truck. Wow, that got even louder. Basically, I try to ignore those kinds of things just because I like to wait until it's not really popular anymore and then I will dive into it if I choose to do so, but I'm not going to watch something just because it's trendy. So I wasn't interested in this because I thought it was going to be trendy because it is starring Florence and Harry Styles and the director as Olivia Wilde. I was like, okay, I want to watch this because I want to see what direction Olivia Wilde is going to take in this film. And I believe she did an outstanding performance. There was a lot of great 
visualizations there's a lot of great angles there's a lot of trippy kind of techniques that happen but not too many but there's also some errors that happen within the script and I want to talk a little bit about those before we get into the drama side of the movie um, that didn't happen in the movie that was actually with the cast and I was very just taken aback that you know grown people are acting like this <laughs> so let's get into the actual direction first this movie was originally supposed to star Dakota Johnson and Shia LaBeouf and I don't even know what happened there but something happened there with Shia LaBeouf and Florence and Olivia I guess I don't even know I didn't do any research on that part just because like mm, <laughs> this kind of drama doesn't interest me you know what I mean so setting that part aside the movie itself has a very good tone I love the fact of this perfect kind of world being imperfect I don't like the fact of the main character's name Florence plays Alice I don't like when movies take the Alice in Wonderland trope and make their character named Alice like that irritates me so much just because like we get it we get it we know you know Alice you know she's being lost she's being you know her, her, her mind is playing tricks on her whatever whatever it is I just don't really like that kind of trope now I don't know if they're necessarily like paying homage to it but I've never seen it as that I'm more of seen it as just like annoying and them wanting to relate so badly to drawing this back to Alice in Wonderland we know Alice in Wonderland was a trippy movie and honestly shouldn't have really been for children but it was and there was a lot that went on in it that was just very mind-boggling which is kind of what happens in this there are some very confusing points in this movie i want to add the part where olivia wilde's character named cookie <laughs> she confesses to florence's character alice and i will prefer i will refer to them by their like actress names basically she tells her that hey the reason that this is happening is because I know about it because I'm the one that signed up this victory project is a place where you can sign up and honestly it don't sound too bad okay <laughs> there's no drama the women don't have to work and even though all these people are pretty oblivious that this is happening it I don't know there's no violence there really it seems pretty regular yes it's also irregular but at the same time like is it really that bad no it doesn't really seem that bad to me I mean I'm just saying versus the real world okay where there's a lot more going on going here is kind of like a retreat and I feel like it also could have been sold as that too but we have we have a Chris Pine here playing the character Frank who the Victory Project is basically his baby this is his whole ordeal he knows about it he is the one that gets people convinced to sign up so Harry Styles his character in the real world is sec uh, technically considered a loser and 
he finds out about the victory project does some research on it and decides to sign him and alice up and honestly like yeah good decision but also bad decision <laughs> the only reason i'm saying this is because like he seemed like yes he wanted them to be happy and 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 love more and all of these other things but at the end of the day like there was just so much that fell apart with it and it was a little bit heartbreaking just because I really was voting for them to stick together spoilers ahead and <laughs> I really wanted to uh, see how this was gonna end and I didn't expect for Harry Harry's um, character to die I really didn't I was really hoping that they were both going to make it out and that he wasn't a psychopath but he totally ended up being a psychopath so to give you the rundown Florence's character Alice is actually a doctor in the real world and it honestly looks like Harry Styles character Jack is unemployed and first of all I noticed he has a really nice PC setup okay I couldn't help but notice <laughs> basically um, he signs them up and when you sign up for the program you sign up as the way you want to be and basically you get these little glasses type thing that end up holding your eyeballs open for what looks like uncomfortably forever and basically you're shown all these symbols and images about the victory project and what you do and what it's like so basically frank chris pine has written a script just for you or at least it seems very personalized and there's all of these details that will be filled in okay so basically it doesn't sound too bad you know if you're if that's something you're actually wanting to do but there's some errors here so we find out that Jack is obviously the one that signed them up and that means that all the other couples one of them or both who knows has signed the others up so basically um, you sign yourself up and I found it interesting that Cookie which is played by Olivia Wilde her character is the one that actually signed them up like signed her and her guy up so I thought it was interesting because in the real world that's where they have to go and work that's where the men go and work during the day the victory project that's what they're doing all day they're going to work in the real world we don't exactly find out what it is unless I missed that part but <laughs> we don't exactly find out what it is that they do during the day we just know that they work in the real world and I just thought that was interesting because if all of the men go to work and the women stay at home but Cookie is the one that signed up but the men go to work in the real world how how does that work like does her f husband know because it seems like he doesn't know it that part is undisclosed but even if it was the case in order to pay off that kind of debt of being there in the victory project you are working during the day so that would be her going to work during the day 
So I just found that really interesting because she doesn't. She doesn't end up going to work or anything. I don't know if she has some sort of deal going, but I found that really interesting that like that wasn't thought out or planned very well. And it seems like there might have been a little issue with the script. And <laughs> I'll be honest, okay, these, these two movies are completely unrelated. Whenever, <laughs> I'm literally just laughing with myself, whenever I see errors in a movie that are like very evident and you have a ginormous staff on a movie like this that actually grossed, <laughs> let's see, how much did this actually gross? This grossed 86.7 million. So you have a pretty big movie, right? That grossed a pretty big amount. And you have all these people who didn't notice these things. And maybe they did notice and they was like, oh, the viewers won't notice. They won't be able to tell. Whenever I find errors in movies like this where it could have definitely been fixed or just rewritten, just that tiny part. I always go back to Clueless and Amy Heckerling's um, writing that story and directing it. There were so many errors in it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> now, okay, Clueless is literally my favorite second movie of all time. I love Clueless, but it is filled with errors. There's errors left and right. There's so much that don't make sense. There's so much weirdness and it doesn't make sense, but I still love it. And I'm still gonna watch it a billion times over. <laughs> so, I know those two movies are completely unrelated, but every time I see like errors like this, I always go back to Clueless because I've never seen a movie with so many like issues. Anyway, back to Don't Worry Darling. We're going to talk a little bit about the drama, not too much because bleh, it's already over. Basically, it seemed like, mm, you know, they're obviously making a movie, but there was also a movie happening outside of the movie that was also turning into some sad soap opera or something. It seemed like everybody was dating everybody almost. It was just strange. And the um, premiere was strange. Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. Like, why? What was that about? And people were like, oh, maybe he was joking. And I'm just like, have you ever joked with somebody and spit on each other ever in your whole entire life? If you have, that's a strange way to joke, okay? You don't spit on somebody else. That is like highly disrespectful. That's a fighting kind of thing, okay? That's just not something you do. So I was really surprised by such childish behavior by all these grown adults. And, you know, it was obviously clear there was, everybody was uncomfortable. Nobody was standing next to who they should have been standing next to. And it was just so very clear, but they were doing a great job because at the end of the day, they're actors and this is their job. I feel like Florence did the best job of just playing everything off and smiling through everything. Olivia did pretty good too. Chris Pine, he was just there. And I'll be honest, he's not one of my favorite Chris's. <laughs> Who's my favorite Chris? Um, I was about to say Chris Paul. No, I'm, <laughs> let's keep it in like actor world. Who's my favorite Chris? <sighs> I, don't, I can't think of my favorite Chris. There's so many. And it 
doesn't make any sense like how many Chris's there are even with first and last names maybe I'll make an episode on the best Chris and maybe we can vote on Twitter who's your favorite Chris <laughs> your favorite actor Chris who knows okay anyways that is all I have for you guys the movie was kind of in shambles and it was pretty predictable but I still enjoyed it just because I love a great performance. I'm going to watch anything that Florence has been in ever since she did that crazy movie. What was it called? It's literally on the tip of my tongue. What was it called? You know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The crazy movie with the flowers and the, the people. <laughs> uh, it was just too much. It was too much. Midsummer. That's what it was called, Midsummer. Great movie. You should definitely check it out. But anyway, that is all I have for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this first episode. Who knows what I'll review next because I didn't plan anything out. But I do plan on watching everything, everywhere, all at once. I think that's what it's called. I plan on watching that and reviewing that next just because it looks amazing. And I love Michelle Yao. I think that's how you say her last name. I've been a fan of hers for pretty much my entire life I mean the first time I seen her was in that Jackie Chan movie and uh that was like 2001 <laughs> that I saw that I believe so she's just a great actress always gives a great performance is finally getting recognition after she's done about 100 movies so that's really all you need you just need to do about 100 movies and you know <laughs> then you'll get recognized I guess who knows it's a crazy Hollywood Holly weird situation anyway that's all I have for you guys actually I'm your host Theo Bester don't forget to come back follow this podcast that way you'll be notified every time I upload new episodes and check out my link tree that will be linked for you because I have five podcasts in total that's right I do a lot of chit-chatting, okay? Five podcasts in total. So definitely go and check those out because they're there. I also have this fun store that I do. It's also on my link tree. It's right there at the tippy top. You should definitely check it out. So till next time, I don't know. I still haven't thought of an ending tagline. I'm your host, D.L. Bester. Bye.